sermon podcast of Dan Roschke, pastor of Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Fairfax, Virginia. For more information about Bethlehem, visit our website at blclife.org. But now, here's Pastor Dan and his sermon for today. Friends in Christ, close your eyes, not if you're driving, but close your eyes in spirit. Make the sign of the cross on your forehead and tell yourself these words. Repeat after me. You are a saint of God and God's glory and God's love shines through you. Amen. At the core of our Lutheran, our Protestant Reformation faith is the idea that we are all made saints in baptism. Have you ever heard this before? That we're all saints? I mean, I I hope you have. I, I know I've said it before. We don't have to die or labor to the bone in Calcutta or Compton or Cape Town to be a saint. God names you saint at this moment. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you are a saint of God and that God's glory and love really shines through you? Maybe text somebody that needs to hear those words You are a saint of God, and God's glory and love shines through you. And as you text it, let those words reflect right back on you. It was a few years ago now, on a November 2nd, that was Thursday this week, I was hanging out with my Roman Catholic friend and colleague, Father Peter, and he reminds us, we were gathered for a collegial lunch, he reminds us, you know, today is All Souls Day. November 2nd, it's All Souls Day. I corrected him. (laughs) I thought what he meant to say is it's All Saints Day, and I thought he meant, uh, I thought he had his days mixed up. I said, no, 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 that was yesterday, and we call it actually All Saints Day. At which point, (laughs) he tells us that uh, I was getting all saints and all souls all mixed up. The Good Father explains, of course, that All Saints is the day that we honor the capital S saints in the church. You know, your uh, St. Augustine's and your St. Francis and your Mother Teresa, St. Teresa, your Hildegard's of Bingen and, uh, and all those great saints of the church. And then All Souls Day, November 2nd, or in the Mexican tradition, Dia de los Muertos, we honor everybody else who's died, all our loved ones, There's two different days, he explained. It's separated by a long night. This, of course, is all true in the Roman Catholic Church's tradition, and I think it bleeds into the general culture. There's the saints, and then there's the rest of us sinners. And I actually find a lot of beauty in this tradition, I should say. There's certainly uh, a, a beauty to the logic, the compartmentalizing that one can do, And also, I love the intentionality of celebrating 
and the colorful practices around the world in different cultures of honoring, remembering, giving thanks for those who have died. Good time of year to watch Coco, <laughs> you know, that animated movie. How, how honoring and celebrating in, in really colorful ways the dead shapes our living. I do love that, but theologically, I like even more that we Protestants, we Protestants get it all mixed up. We get these two days all mixed together. And I think we need to name the separation, name that it has been and still is in uh, some of our sibling denominations. It is a separation still uh, in order to reclaim the mix-up that we do. I am fixing to make crab cakes this coming month. I've tried it before. I'm going to try it again. First time was pretty good. I'd like to try to get it better. But I was thinking about the recipe and this idea of getting it all mixed up. You know, you throw the crab together with breadcrumbs, with mayo, with seasonings, with the onions, with Worcestershire, and it's all mixed together, right? And, and it all goes together so well. That's how it is for us, friends. We're folded in. We're mixed together with the famous great saints of the past, with the dearly departed loved ones in our own lives whose names we remember, we ring a bell for again today. Also saints, even those who have gone before us who weren't so kind and perfect, still named saints. They're mixed in there too, along with those who are still with us, the saints in our own lives, people who are teaching us and showing us the way, the Christ-like way in our world. And even we ourselves stand in this rushing current of God's blessing, all mixed together in one day, All Saints Day. That's why we call it that, All Saints Day, which we celebrate as an assembly together on this All Saints Sunday. It is lament, in part, today. It's also celebration. It's amazing people who have done amazing things. Yes, it's you and me. It's those who haven't even been born yet, who are coming next in the parade of the faithful. I like that even more. Rather than celebrating the crab one day <laughs> and the breadcrumbs the next, we're all lumped together, mixed up. Amen. You are a saint of God too. This is a theme that carries over from Reformation Sunday last, last week, I think, very nicely. This idea sets our doctrines apart from our dear Roman Catholic siblings. Luther lumped us all together, you see. We don't celebrate All Souls Day. We celebrate All Saints Day because we're all saints. Can you believe that God names you a saint in your baptism? And so, the Sermon on the Mount, this gospel text that we hear again today, chapter 5 of Matthew, we read the Sermon on the Mount. It's the designated text for All Saints Day this year, All Saints Sunday. It's talking about you. In baptism, you are made whole, despite all appearances, perhaps, and, and even experiences to the contrary, despite all the things that we have done, perhaps. You are offered, presented with the realm of heaven in this life. 
not just in the next. Now, today, you are comforted and comforted as we sing today, day by day. You inherit the earth. You are filled when you long for justice and righteousness. You, friend, receive mercy. You can see God in this world here and now. You are called a child of God. You are blessed and you are blessed even as people utter all kinds of evil against you. You are blessed even as people revile and persecute you. You are the blessed saints of God, all of you. Not because, I should say this, not because of anything you've done, but because of what God has done. All Saints Sunday is a natural extension from Reformation Sunday. It is perfect that they're back-to-back -back Sundays. Last week, you are saved by grace. Remember, remember, apart from your works, apart from what you've done, on account of the faith of Jesus Christ in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. This was a passage and passages from Scripture that Luther shared with the world, and it turns us all into saints, you see. When that is true, and that is true, we trust and believe in God's dying, in the way of Christ on the cross, death has been destroyed. And in Christ rising from the dead, we too rise. We are joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, and so we live in this life anew. Just this week, we gathered again around the holy font in thanksgiving for baptism at the, at the funeral for our dear brother Joe Jones. His picture is up front this All Saints Sunday, the newest picture, the candles lit. And we heard this week at his memorial service on Thursday, All Souls Day in the Roman Catholic tradition, we heard again. When we were baptized in Christ Jesus, we were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death. So just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. That's Holy Scripture at a funeral, friends. That's what we sing before the gospel. Listen now for the gospel. Alleluia. That's the gospel. Lutherans are messy. Because not only are we mixed up with all these other saints of the church, those who have gone before us, those who come after us, those among us, we're also mixed up in sin. We don't need to go into that so much today. Not because it's not important and it's not true. I think we're pretty good at burying ourselves in our sin and our mistakes and our brokenness. I think we're pretty good at that. We need to be honest and name it week after week. And that's what the confession is at the beginning of the service. And, but friends, we're not just sinners. We're sinner saints. We're messy. <laughs> We're sinners and saints. What? Yes, both and all. 
saints. Today we name those in our congregation who have died this past year, along with Joe, Bell Tolls, a few more names from last November. We honor them as saints, but we name them, even while it's important and meaningful for us to grieve, we name them today because of what God has done through them. Think of all the things that God has done through our beloved saints who have gone before us. We bring pictures of the loved ones in our lives. God's love and glory sure did shine through them, didn't it? We trust and believe that we are all given the name saint in our baptism. And sometimes I feel like a broken record saying that. But we sure need to be reminded of it weekly, even daily, as Luther said because it's so easy to forget. Some of us can't even put saint before our name with ease. I mean, just try to call yourself with the name saint in front of it. Saint Dan for me. (laughs) Some of us can't do that with ease and confidence because we're just not used to hearing it and it's difficult to believe, but we need to be reminded of it again today. It's so easy and traditional and all too common to relegate to compartmentalize sainthood simply to the holier than thou or at least to the dead. It's easy to keep it separated, All Saints Day and then the breadcrumbs day. You know what I mean? But this is God's grace coming at us in these waters. This is God's grace coming at us relentlessly, unapologetically, before many of us can even say a word. God's grace crashes down on us and claims us calls us saints from the start, not only at the end, from the start. And we believe God's grace even wraps around those who aren't baptized, who haven't been invited to the waters, who haven't received the waters. God's grace washes down on all of us, promises us eternal life, yes, but God's grace is so good that we are even granted the empire of heaven in this life over and against the empires of this world. That means a flood of comfort when you mourn in this life. I don't mean material comfort. It means that when you've lost who is most dear to you, what is most dear to you, only then can you be embraced by the one who holds you the dearest. God's grace is so good that we're even granted the inheritance of the earth today, contentment today, peace today, today with all evidence to the contrary, peace, mercy, a glimpse of God. God's grace is so good that you are now, this day, in this life, called a child of God. So, how shall we respond? What does this mean? So what? I'm a saint. How does that change anything? How does that change the way I live? We've had some visitors this last week. Uh, First, Heather's parents were here, and now my parents are here. And it's been a wonderful parade of grandparents for our kids. And uh, we were with um, Heather's parents for a couple days earlier this week. And my father-in-law, John, shared a story about his dad. Every year I put a picture of his dad uh, here on the 
at the foot of the altar along with the other saints because I like to remember him. His dad, Red Embry, was a professional baseball player. He played baseball for the Yankees and for Cleveland and for San Diego when they were a farm team in the 1940s. And John shares this story. These stories come out about his dad. And, and, and one of the stories, he was a Quaker. So he lived his life in a very different way. He was a pacifist, which is not an easy thing to be. And he would ride the bus, professional athlete. And he was a big, tall guy had the body of a professional athlete. And he would, when there was a free seat, people would try to grab it, but he would see an elderly woman coming and he would physically block the people <laughs> from taking that seat from her so that she could sit down. Just one little glimpse of the kind of person he was. One time somebody said, why do you do that? Just take the seat. It's your seat. Especially you, you know, you're a famous professional athlete. John shared this line from his dad. His dad said, I refuse to live that way. You know, Jackie Robinson was the first African-American to play baseball. And Jackie Robinson happened to play in the National League, right? The Brooklyn Dodgers. The first African-American in the American League played for Cleveland, Cleveland Indians. And Red Embry was on the team at that time. And you know, the entire team shunned him, Larry Doby, when he entered the locker room. Not a person would talk to him. Racism wasn't just under the surface, like it is nowadays in many ways. It was right on the surface. It was above the surface. But Red Embry... Heather's grandpa crossed that locker room and reached out his hand and shook his hand. Again, he used his body to extend a word of welcome. He used his body to block those who were trying to cut and cheat and steal, take something away from someone who wasn't as able, perhaps, to get it as quickly. Friends in Christ, we're called to use what we have, to use our bodies. That's what this means. How shall we respond to the sainthood that we are given today, that we've been given our whole lives? We use our bodies. We use our minds. We use our hands to extend welcome. We work for justice and peace the very justice and peace that we hunger and thirst for. Friends in Christ, we rejoice today for all the blessed saints, for those who've gone before us, the saints still among us, and those many saints of God still to come. And we rejoice today for the blessed saints. That's you. You're a saint of God. And God's love and glory does shine through you, even and especially in these days. Blessed are you, blessed are we, for we belong to God. And that changes everything. It turns this hurting world on its head.
we refuse to live this way, we choose to live as God's child for justice, for peace, for love. It is that love divine that covers you now and always. Amen. at Bethlehem Lutheran Church, thank you for listening. Check us out again soon. And to learn more about our national church body, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, visit elca.org. Goodbye for now. And remember, God's outpouring of grace and peace never runs dry. Here's to a new day. Evangelical. That was terrible. To learn more about our national church body. Start over, start over. (laughs) Okay. Is that hard? No, not really. Pretty easy? Yeah. You could edit.